Hello, everybody. Welcome back to Bloody Bizarre. My name's Emma. I'm Sarah. Apologies for last week's late post, but we did get it in. Oh, it wasn't that late. It was like a half a day late. Okay, but it's still late. People do still rely on. What, our legions of, of fans. Our legions. <laughs> Don't undermine them. They'll turn on their back on us. <laughs> Sorry, guys. This is Sarah. That was Sarah. Um, she's a I'm not bit, having a go. I'm, she's I'm, a bit disrespectful. But um, you guys know that by now. Laughing at us. And also, I'm not sick anymore. So hopefully. Oh, yeah. Yeah. And, and I dodged the sick bullet. Yeah. Well, I mean, I was, I was like trying to keep my distance from you. Pat on the back to me, I think, is appropriate. Yeah, I guess. To your immune system? Yeah. I haven't had COVID yet. Has Becky had it yet? Yeah. Or have you both not had it? No, I think Becky's had it. You're the only one in the family that hasn't. Yeah. The strongest, some would say. <laughs> uh, you want to jump in if you've got no nothing to say at the top? Yeah, the top? I'm just getting my stuff up. We're oh, Frankie's busy. been sick this week, guys. If you're a praying person, pray for her. Um, thoughts and prayers for Frank. Thoughts and prayers for Frankie. She's look. She's on the men. She's we're watching her right now. She seems happy. She's watching us. Actually, she's sitting above us on the chair, yeah, looking down on us. us. But she did. She did vomit blood at the start of this week, and it's you know I, I was pretty sure she was on her way out. Yeah, Emma texted me saying she thought Frankie was dying, but she's rallied as she is wont to do. So I think that she's okay at the moment, but. Mm. Keep her in your thoughts, everyone. Yep. Um, and also I was saying to Emma just before we started recording that I feel a bit weird today. I feel a bit mm. like off. off kilter. Yeah. I, the best way to describe it is like not real and like the world's not real and I'm not real. And like, I think that's you called know, disassociation. You know, like when you, f- um, it feels like I'm dreaming a little bit. Yep. Um, so that's a symptom of anxiety. Yes. Yes classic just, yes it just that that w- way doesn't usually um doesn't, your anxiety doesn't usually manifest like that no no mine yeah. is just usually straight up just always worried but this yeah. is a, a weird <laughs> a weird sort of feeling all right so my story today um do you know what i'm doing no you didn't look on the sheet you didn't peek i look on the sheet all the time to put mine in but i never look at yours really you never go down any further no, I, I'm always in that section, but like, I, I don't know. I just never peek at yours. <laughs> it's, yeah. Okay. Well, um, I think you're going to like this one, even though you're not a history fan. Uh, I still think you're going to like it. Okay. Um, I'm going to tell you about Harold Holt. Hey, yeah. XPM. Yes. Do you know much? I know that he, I know that he went to the ocean and he never returned. Yes. <laughs> went yep. to the ocean. Yeah. Um, okay, great. Yes. Wonderful. I like this because it's not super old either. When it, what, what, you'll tell me what year it happened. Yeah, it was um, the late 60s. Sick. Okay, yep. I'm all in. Love this. And for those who don't know, Sarah's going to tell you. I'm hoping that the kind of remnants of my sickness from the other week are giving me a bit of a husky voice. All right, I'll tell you my sources. Wikipedia, 9news.com.au, the new daily .com.au, nationalarchives.gov.au, and a video by Half as Interesting on YouTube. Harold Holt was Australia's 17th Prime Minister. He was in office from 1966 until his mysterious disappearance in 1967. 
Harold Holt was born in Sydney in 1908, but he moved to Melbourne when he was young. He had somewhat humble beginnings. His father was a sports teacher and his mother was a homemaker. Um, And he also had a younger brother called Clifford. Hey! Which is Emma's dog's name. My dog's name. Holt completed a law degree through the University of Melbourne and in his early career he opened his own practice with some other lawyers. His dad and brother were in the entertainment industry. His sports teacher dad. Yeah, yeah. So I didn't delve too deeply into this because it's not really important to the story, but it is kind of Maybe like he'd like do productions on the weekend or something? Um, I don't know. I think they were quite high up because apparently – he met a lot of met and worked with a lot of people in his law firm that were like showbiz clients through his dad and brother. Hmm. But anyway, it's not important. Okay. It's just yeah. interesting. Yeah, I guess. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> um, in 1933, Holt joined the United Australia Party, which had only formed two years prior. Now, randomly, the United Australia Party came about from offshoots of the Nationals and Labor initially for international listeners Mm -hmm. just a quick rundown about australian politics Mm -hmm. because it can be confusing i think especially for american people because of the liberal thing yeah so basically our major right-wing party here are the liberals which i know in america you would say that liberals are left but in australia the liberal party are the right-wing party uh, um, yeah, I'd say centre-right, just for any liberals yeah, that yeah. might be listening. They probably would argue that it's centre-right. Yeah. yeah. I mean, when you look at the vote compass thing, they are fairly right. But, yes, yeah. um, the, the, yeah. and they're the major right-wing party is what I'm saying. There yeah, are, so, there so, are like, yes. parties that are way right-wing. Uh, with, um, with America, the, the way that it's um, Democrats and Republicans, here it's the Liberals and the Labor, so we do vote on a two-party preferred basis. Yeah. And those two parties are the Labor Party and the Liberal Party. Yes. And the Liberal Party is equivalent to the Republicans. Yes. Um, and, yeah, then there's Labor who are left, but they are more centre-left. When you look yeah. at the vote compass, they are more centred than yeah. the Liberals. Um, and the, the what's becoming more of a major party and who are much more left-wing are the Greens. Now, the Liberal Party essentially formed from the United Australia Party after the Second World War. Right. And also it's confusing because now that – so obviously United Australia Party died out at some point between the 60s and now, but now we have something called the United Australia Party that is so wackadoodle. It's like – They're very right-wing. They're so and, – and, and they're just funded by a billionaire who's just like Chuck – Clive Palmer, if anyone knows of him. Yeah. They're just chucking money at random shit. It's the, they're the most crazy party. I actually have written here, we do now also have a United Australia party, but they're pretty fringe. Yeah, and I, I'm guessing not affiliated with Harold Holt's United Australia party. Yeah, no, um, Harold Holt, I think I've gone on to talk about it, but a lot of his policies and a lot of the things that he did, you wouldn't um, necessarily associate with a Liberal Party now. You would yeah. associate them more as like Labor sort of policies, but yeah. I'll get into it. Um, I think I think <clears throat> as time wears on, the parties are drifting. Yeah. For better or for worse. So also a Prime Minister is the highest political office you can hold here. So they're the equivalent of our President, I guess. But I think that I, I, I wrote that and then I was like, but we're, I think in Australia we're a little bit more casual with who our prime minister is because I was thinking about like, well, I was thinking about like um, 
Trump speeches and Biden speeches and the formality of it. And then I was thinking about Scott Morrison giving a press conference on the guy's lawn and mm. the guy opening the door and being like, can you get off the lawn? Mm. Yeah. <laughs> and everyone just, and just been like, sorry, but I've just like, I just manicured it. I just done the lawn and he'd been like, yep, sorry. Uh, yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. It is a lot more relaxed, but also I think it's different here because we do, we vote for a party, not a person. Yeah. Yeah. Whereas in America you vote for the person. Uh, do you? Yeah. Okay. The other thing is we're still a monarchy technically, so, you know, the, it's it, president is yeah. the closest equivalent if yeah. you're talking about, like, the American political system. Anyway, so Holt had a really good relationship with Robert Menzies. Does mm. that name? Yeah. Yeah. Who was the longest-serving prime minister of Australia, fun fact, that if that ever comes up in a quiz night for you. So to cut a long political story short, Robert Menzies gets into power he makes his mate Harold Holt a minister, even though Harold Holt was very young at the time. Well, not very young, but he was a fairly junior member of the party. In 1966, Robert Menzies retired and Harold Holt was sworn in as his successor. Even though Harold Holt was liberal, his policies and the things he did were quite progressive. This is what I'm talking about. So he was instrumental in doing away with the disgusting white Australia policy. Um, do, you, do you talk about that at all? What a little is? bit. I've yeah. just basically said it was um, that will allow immigration, but only for white people, pretty yep. much. Which is so embarrassing. So embarrassing that that was so recent. I know, the 60s. Really? Oh, also, sorry, I sorry to cut in at such an inopportune time, but it is Friday the 13th that we're recording this. Oh, yeah. Yes, Lachlan yeah. made me aware. Yeah, um, and we do have a little episode coming soon that's like an episode full of superstitions. So maybe we should drop that instead of this one. Well, look, if you hear... Or we'll drop it near Halloween, maybe. Yeah, that's probably better. Yeah, okay. Yeah. Yeah, anyway, uh, he also uh, did a lot of work to ensure that Aboriginal people were counted in the census. Okay. So some quite progressive sort of policies that he had. Yep, embarrassing that that was progressive, but sure. Yeah, yeah. I know. I know. Yeah. No, I'm not. I'm <laughs> For not. the time, yeah. it was progressive. Yeah. Um, I'm not calling you out. <laughs> it seems like you felt attacked there. <laughs> Not my intention. Well, here in Australia at the moment, there's a referendum. Tomorrow we all have to vote in a referendum about whether Aboriginal people are um, recognised in our constitution. Um, And it's looking like the vote is going to – it's looking like it's not going to get through, which Emma and I are both – Yes, voters. Yes, voters. Whatever whatever people want to vote. Like I'm not – shaming anyone who votes no but i'm just a little bit disappointed it's probably not going to go through but anyway um now we get to very this is our most political episode yeah i know but i mean it's about a (laughs) A prime minister so it's hard to it's hard to avoid and it's a very it's a very political time in 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 australia right now in the world yeah yeah anyway um if i see a drop in in listeners that's why yeah. I mean, I'm not, we just have to cop it on the chin. I'm not having go. Like everyone's allowed to believe their own stuff. We're we're allowed to say that we're a little bit more left leaning if you're a little bit more like my best friend is quite a right wing sort of person. I'm going to have a chat with her. <laughs> <laughs> um, so, you know, whatever. Anyway, anyway, that's not the point of the story. Keep yeah. going. So now we get to the spicy stuff. Okay, I like his personal spice. life. For a conservative politician in the 40s, 50s and 60s, he had a very interesting life. So, Harold Holt was a bit of a pants man by many accounts. A pants man? Yes. 
While he was in university, he met Zara Dickens, who would later go on to become his wife. But their love story wasn't linear. Yeah, so they dated for a while but broke up, following which Zara went travelling and hooked up with a British Indian Army officer. Oh, damn. How old are they both at this point? I don't know. Okay. Youngish. Like 20s, 30s? Yeah. I mean, it was before... Zara had kids and stuff, so... Okay, 20s, 30s, we'll say. Yeah. Okay. So she eventually broke up with this British guy uh, and returned to Australia, at which time her and Harold briefly got together again. Holt proposed to Zara, but she turned him down, despite him being apparently quite the eligible bachelor at that time. Mm. Um, So then Holt dated another woman, Lola Thring, I think her name was, um, but such is, good names. This is so gross. Okay. Harold Holt's dad was also into Lola and ended up marrying her. <laughs> Holt was apparently disgusted by this. Yeah. Fair. So Lola became his stepmom and gave birth to his half sister, Francine. Wow. Wow. Imagine wow. knowing that you'd fucked your stepmom before. It's also gross because his dad was a teacher. Yeah, I know. I mean, th- she wasn't a minor or anything. They were no. all adults at this point, but no. it is gross. Yeah, it's gross because he's obviously into younger women, women and, like, and also you know that your son's into that girl. Yeah. I don't know the time period if, like, him and Lola broke up. It and doesn't then, like, matter. A year stop, later. Stop being a Harold Holt dad apologist. <laughs> it's... It is yucky. Yeah. And Harold Holt thought it was yucky too. Good on him. (laughs) During this time, Zara had gotten back with the British soldier. That's hard to say. British soldier. Yeah. And was pregnant with their first child. She returned to Australia to give birth and in 1939 had two more kids, twin boys called Sam and Andrew. There is a suspicion Um, And to some people, this is just like a really badly kept secret that these twins are actually Holt's children (gasps) because in 1940, so these kids were born in 1939. Yeah. In 1940, Zara and the British guy broke up and she was back with Holt. And the time period is right for Holt to have fathered the twins while Zara was in Australia. (laughs) (laughs) Also, you said he's British Indian. British Indian officer, army officer. Yeah. Was he, did he have brown skin? I don't know. Oh, okay. But I would have thought that would be a way to determine if not, if they were um, his or not. Yeah. No, I think he was, he was just like a British guy in the Indian army, British Indian army. So he was a British officer stationed in India. Okay. I believe so. Okay. Um, I didn't go that deeply into it, but I think that's the case. Okay, so probably Harold's kids. Yeah. Okay. Regardless of whether the children were biologically his, once Holt married Zara, he legally adopted the children. And they actually didn't get married until 1946 because they didn't want Holt to get mixed up in the divorce proceedings and perhaps didn't want to raise suspicions about when they'd actually gotten back together Mm. since it was very shortly after those boys were born. Was Harold hot? Was Harold hot, hot? <laughs> I mean, I've mainly seen photos of him as an older man, so yeah. it's... Maybe I'm, I'll look. You know I'm into older men. I, I looked at some and I didn't think he was particular. like, nothing special. He wasn't, he wasn't gross. He wasn't anything amazing. He looks kind of like a clown. <laughs> 
So it's apparently pretty well known that Holt had numerous affairs during his marriage with Zara. Zara spoke of this decades later, basically saying she had to make a decision early on in their marriage whether she was okay to look the other way and said that ultimately she loved him, she loved being with him, she didn't want to raise the kids by herself, so she turned a blind eye. And Holt was apparently very discreet about these dalliances, but they were also apparently numerous. Zara was extremely successful in her own right. She owned a number of fashion boutiques and even though Holt was the Prime Minister of Australia, she was still the breadwinner. She still made more money than him. Yeah. Um, So she's a bit of a girl boss. Yeah. Due to the money that she was making, the family lived very comfortably, so comfortably that they were able to purchase two seaside holiday homes, one in Portsea, Victoria, and one in Bingle Bay in Queensland. Mm. Both um, obviously right on the water yeah something to know about Holt was that he was very outdoorsy and loved being on in or near the water so he liked yeah I know foreshadowing yes he liked (laughs) swimming fishing sailing anything water related he was obsessed okay so it was fitting that their holiday holiday homes would both be beachside um, given what's coming, though, it's also a bit ironic. <laughs> yeah. So they've got two kids together and that's all they have. Um, well, they've got three all up because Zara had the first kid and then she came and then she had the twin boys. Biologically, it's unclear who. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Officially, I think none of the kids were his, but yeah. um, okay. I think that's unlikely. Unofficially. Yeah. I don't know what's <laughs> happened. So anyway, 17th of December in 1966, Mm -hmm. um, no, 1967, 17th of December, 1967, Holt and some friends were spending some time at the holiday house in Portsea. Okay. Victoria. Yeah. That time of year, everyone would have been in holiday mode. So parliament was done. Yeah. A lot of people would have been on holidays probably already. Um, Everyone's living large. Yes, yeah. Just a side note, one of the women that was in this group of friends, Marjorie, was having an affair with Holt at the time. (laughs) This was confirmed by Zara, and while Marjorie at first denied it, um, she's since confirmed it. (laughs) And Zara said something along the lines of, I wanted to tell her about the other five women like her or something like that. Yeah, he was getting around. So, yeah, 17th of December, the group planned to head to Point Nepean. Point Nepean. I think that's how you say it. Probably not. Probably not. (laughs) Well, it's spelled (laughs) N-E-P-E-A-M. Nepean. Nepean, maybe. There's no, like, accent or anything on it. Um, This was to watch sailing, like a boat was... There was a a sailing thing and the boat was coming through. Boring. Yeah. But on the way back, Holt convinced the group to stop for a swim at Cheviot Beach. So Cheviot Beach was kind of, it was very secluded because it was like a military, the area was like a military area. So you couldn't just wander into this beach. Mm -hmm. But because Holt was the prime minister, Mm. he was just like, I'm going there. Let me through. And they were like, okay, sir. Yeah. (laughs) So Holt had swum at this beach before numerous times and famously told the group, I know this beach like the back of my hand. Witnesses that were there, so this is his little group of friends that were with him. Fuck buddies, yeah. Well, only one of them was. The the rest were, like, friends and dudes. 
I wouldn't be surprised. Marjorie's daughter was there with her boyfriend. Um, so witnesses that were there said that the water was very choppy. Apparently there was um, a lot of like debris that had washed up and stuff because it was like yucky water uh, with a large swell and a strong undercurrent. So okay. rips basically. This didn't dissuade Holt though, who went straight in without hesitation. Right. Only one other person in the group entered the water because the others all felt it was too dangerous. Um, And this is a little bit of toxic masculinity, but it was like um, one of the young guys and he'd said something like, oh, well, if, you know, if old man Hulk can do it, then I can do it and jumped in the water. (laughs) But even that person ended up staying sort of in the shallows and then swimming back in shortly after because they could feel a rip. Mm, So they were like, yeah, nah, fuck this. Okay. At the top of my, what I want to ask is what kind of bathing suit was he wearing? Oh, I don't know. Yeah. In my head, I'm thinking Tony Abbott style, like budgie Budget smugglers, smugglers. Okay. but I don't know. In my head, I'm thinking like 1920s strappy. Like, it was the 60s. It was yeah, nearly I, the 70s. I know, but in my head, that's what I'm imagining. <laughs> um, well, I didn't actually read that in any of my things. Okay. So you can imagine what you want. Yeah. Marjorie was watching Holt the whole time. So he was swimming out. Um, She said that he appeared to be swimming calmly, but he went further and further out and was swimming very far out. I think presumably caught in a rip and maybe he didn't even realize and he was just sort of swimming and or because I, to me, I just think it would be weird to keep swimming out so far. Like they were watching him being like, fucking hell, where's he swimming swimming to Bali? Like, Um, or, or, like, yes, caught in a rip, but embarrassed. Yeah, and sort of trying to stay calm. Yeah. Perhaps. Yeah. But eventually, so there's this choppy water and stuff. She's watching him. He's going super far out, so she's trying to keep an eye on him. And then <laughs> she just loses sight of him. He mm. just disappears. Right. The group were immediately concerned once they lost sight of him, given how choppy the water was and stuff, and yeah. sounded the alarm. So they went back to the military whatever. Apparently there weren't many people there that day because it was so close to Christmas, but they alerted them and they alerted the police, obviously. After Victorian police were notified, one of the largest search operations in Australian history kicked off. Yeah, I'll say. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> We've lost, the, the prime lost minister's the prime gone minister. missing. <laughs> um, amateur divers entered the water around 1.30pm, but the search was difficult because even for the divers with their equipment, the water was extremely rough and hard for them to navigate. The divers were joined by helicopters, boats, police divers and the Navy. By the end of the day, over 190 personnel were searching for Holt, or at this stage, presumably his body. The next day... He's a, he's a strong swimmer though. Yes, he's a very strong swimmer. So you would... I'm sure you're going to get into theories and you're going to talk about this, but I would have thought if he even were pulled out to sea by a rip, he could still maintain a float, you know, tread water yeah. for a good, like, 12 hours. Mm-hmm. Is is a good point. The next day the search resumed at 5 a.m., but again conditions were rough and the divers were constantly getting thrown up against rocks while they were searching crevices and rock pools where a body may have washed up. They basically said that the way that a rip would have pulled him out, it what should have happened, what they would assume would happen was that his body would then get kicked back out into like 
it would wash up in these little rock pools and crevices and stuff. Yeah. That's what would generally happen. Um, but they didn't obviously didn't find his body. Kind of in like a U shape. <clears throat> yeah. The current would, would go in a U shape. It would pull him out to sea and then if he was dead by this stage, then the around. current then the tide would wash him back, him back in. in. Yeah. yeah. Okay. Yeah. The search continued throughout December, but it's been said that after that first day there was no chance of finding him alive. Right. A memorial was held on December 22nd, 1967, and the search for Holt's body was officially called off on January 5th, 1968. This memorial, the American president came for it, um, people from the palace, I don't know who. Palace? Yeah, like the queen, not the queen didn't come, but like, you know. The queen didn't come? What a bitch. Um, I don't think she came, but I'm pretty sure Charles came. Well, I'm pretty yeah, sure, I guess, I'm pretty I guess sure like, Charles came like Yeah, I guess like if a if a sitting head of state yeah. goes missing or, or dies, dies, yeah, is presu- is declared dead, then it would I be- wonder if they were like, It's fucking three days before Christmas. Yeah. It's gonna take us it's it's nineteen sixty eight. It's gonna take us two days to two get days back. to get there and get back, yeah. And we're gonna be jet lagged as fuck. Yeah. Yeah, so, like, as much as it's a tragedy, I think they were also probably like, oh, do we fucking have to go to Australia? Yeah. So now, on the face of it, it does seem like a fairly straightforward, tragic case of accidental drowning. I don't Um, know. Holt's biographer, Tom Frame, is quoted as saying, quote, there could never realistically be much doubt that Harold Holt drowned. He was simply one of the number of ordinary Australians who drown each year through poor judgment or bad luck, end quote. Regardless, though, there are some conspiracy theories and I would be remiss of my job in sharing weird stories if I didn't share these with you. So some of them are really out there. Don't you have to get paid for it to be a job? I told you, I like to pretend that it's my job. Yeah, sorry. Okay, so um, a bit of a trigger warning here. There's going to be a brief mention of um, suicide. So if you don't want to hear that, just skip for the next two minutes. Um, It's only very brief. So, yes, this is the first theory that Holt actually took his own life via drowning, which we talked about like two weeks ago when we were talking. Joanne Matuk remain, yeah. yeah. Um, And we talked about it being quite a difficult way to kill yourself. Yeah. You know, you have to you have to like weigh yourself down and so you can't just generally you're not going to be able to overcome that impulse to but yeah I suppose if the weather conditions were right and you just swam out to sea that would make it easier because I suppose after a while you just become exhausted and but people who have suggested this theory believe that Holt was depressed and his political career was going downhill the thing is though his political career was actually going okay. He was very polarizing. There were mm-hmm. people who loved him and people who hated him, but mm-hmm. like in the polls, he was doing all right. They also talk about his marital issues, but really, despite all the affairs, his marriage was pretty solid. Zara has said, like, I knew he was having affairs. I had no intention of leaving him. So his wife had made peace so with So put it, that so. in your pipe and smoke it? Yeah. yeah. <laughs> um, so there's really not a lot to this one. I don't I don't put a lot of stock in him no. intentionally. No. Also, he was making plans for the new year. Like he, okay. he, he didn't have any known mental mental illnesses. No. Yeah. No. Okay. Um, All right. Okay. Next, this one is going at the bottom of my list. Yeah. Next theory is oh, that. Unless there's some weird ones but at the moment this one's oh there's some incredibly okay all right all right okay disappeared on purpose okay 
There's not a lot to this one. It's more just like a theory that's been thrown up, but I think it's a fun one. And it would be nice to think that this is what happened. Mm. It's a bit of a romantic one. Basically, people point to his affairs um, and the stress he was under as prime minister and say that he basically wanted to start a new life and so disappeared on purpose. The the theory is basically that one of his many lovers <laughs> um, was waiting in a car around on like a different bay or something yeah. that Holt swam around to the next bay. They This person, whoever they were, picked him up in a car that they drove off. Um, he was able to get out of Australia with, you know, help because he was the prime minister uh, and started a new life in France. Why France? I don't know. I don't know why that's suggested. I guess it's romantic. <laughs> have there been any sightings of him? Were there any sightings of him? I think people have said that they've seen him. But yeah. There always are, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> okay. Any indication of which lover? No. Okay. They're just like, maybe that happened. Well, yeah, exactly. Okay. Is there a bay that he could have swum around to? Um, Technically, yes. Okay. But he would have had to have swum for a long time. Well, he was a swimmer. He was a good swimmer. Okay. It is technically possible. All right. Okay. All right. It's just there's no evidence and it's just like something that people are like, what if he did this? Yeah. (laughs) Like what if he swam down to Atlantis and became their president? (laughs) Yeah. Okay. He's actually prime minister of Atlantis. (laughs) Atlantis now. Cool. Okay. All right. Okay. Next one. Assassination. Oh, damn. Apparently the leader of the opposition party had survived an attempted assassination the year earlier. And also remember, this was around the time period of JFK and MLK. So political assassinations were kind of going around. In in vogue. Yeah, yeah. The other thing is Holt was very popular with some factions, but very unpopular with others because of his relationship with the American government. A lot of people weren't happy that Australia was supporting America so strongly in the Vietnam War. Mm. So there was this saying all the way with LBJ, which was basically like Australia's will stand by you, whatever you do, America. Right. Um, so, yeah, a lot, of, a lot of people weren't happy about that. Adding to this theory is that after Holt's death, the police found what looked like a bullet hole in the window in his office. They don't know for sure that's what it was. They just said it looked like a bullet hole but they don't actually know what it was. So what the idea is that someone went down to the cliffs? The the manner in which he was killed is unclear, but people have suggested something could have been slipped into his drink not long before he went for the swim, rendering him unconscious while he was in the water. Mm. But I I don't know about that because he was the one who was very much like, I want to go go. for a swim and then like ran out to the water, even though the others were like, "Mm, I don't think so. So like that's... For that to be true, it would need for the person that slipped the the thing in his drink to to know that he was going to suggest going to the beach yeah and know that he was going to go in the water even though the water was like gross yeah i don't really so i don't know about that one that one's second to last for me now yeah uh so which one's last the first one suicide yeah oh so you so your top run possible one at the moment is him living in france with his lover like they're all bad yeah they're all not believable okay well there's worse ones um kidnapped (gasps) along the same lines is the theory that this was a kidnapping gone wrong again due to the unpopularity of the vietnam war and holt's role in sending aussies over to fight the theory is that there was a plan to kidnap him to either force him to reverse his position regarding supporting america in the war or try and convince him it was wrong (laughs) 
which <laughs> both of those seem ridiculous to me. Yeah. Because he's the prime minister. What a way to do it. Yeah. You're not going to be like, change this policy. Yeah. Like, it has to go through parliament. (laughs) It's not that powerful. So, people who believe this theory posit that things went wrong and Holt somehow died. An alt on this theory was that he was successfully kidnapped by some foreign navy and was being interrogated to give up Australian and American military secrets and intelligence. You got to remember this is around Cold War time as well, so yeah. that kind of rhetoric was, yeah, you know. Again, so so then it's just an oppo- an opportunistic kidnapping because I would yeah. imagine that they wouldn't have known that he was going to do this. This was his own, yeah, all right. exactly, yeah. Which is why I don't put a lot of stock in these. Yeah, it is. It is interesting though that this happened with the backdrop of such polarizing political events. Yes, Vietnam War, Cold War. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and I mean, I think that's why these crazy theories have popped up, even though it is very much like he swam in somewhere he shouldn't have been swimming and drowned. Okay. The last one, the craziest theory by far, is that Harold Holt was a Chinese spy. Oh. This one was popularised by author Anthony Gray, who wrote the book with the very to-the-point title... Quote, the Prime Minister was a spy. (laughs) (laughs) The theory goes that he swam out to sea, was picked up by a Chinese submarine and taken back to China to live out the rest of his days in Beijing. It's pretty absurd. Nobody close to Holt puts any stock in it. His wife, Zara, said about the theory, quote, he didn't even like Chinese food. (laughs) Uh, what evidence? Why has this become a theory? The, the person who, the guy who wrote this book suggests that he was a spy for his whole career. So his whole 20, 30 years in politics. Yeah. But but why? Did he but speak? Why? I don't know. Uh. <laughs> I don't know. I, look, I did not read the book. The Prime Minister was a spy. <laughs> but there's also, it's impossible because there's no way that a Chinese vessel could First of all, just casually swim into Australian waters like that. Yeah. But particularly Cheviot Beach because, well, what, it's like a military. But yeah. also it's shallow and choppy. Yeah. So it was too shallow for a submarine to have swam in. <laughs> so it's, it's definitely not it. It's yeah. insane. Yeah. But there is a book out there and people have bought into it. So, yeah. Okay. And then obviously – the most the theory, theory the theory that is like the widely accepted this is what happened is that he swam out and he drowned and he actually about eight months prior had nearly drowned um mm. different circumstances he'd been snorkeling or scuba diving yeah. um and his equipment had malfunctioned or something and he'd taken in water but he was out swimming with other people so they were able to like get him up to the surface and Ah. stuff and he coughed and he you know um and he said to the people he was with that's the closest i've ever come to drowning Mm. also apparently i don't know if this is true because it's a bit on the nose but apparently his doctor had warned him to not swim so much to stop swimming to cut down on his swimming and apparently the day that he went missing there was an article on the front page of the paper saying something along the lines of pm warned to swim less or something like that he was very confident in his abilities in the water and i think that it's 
what probably happened is that he just was a bit overconfident. People have suggested that maybe because Marjorie was there, he was showing off a little bit. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, swam in right where there was a rip, choppy water, a rip. He could have, I mean, he could have had a heart attack when could he was. Could have been eaten by sharks. Yeah, that, that's the other thing because people have said, well, if he just drowned, why wasn't his body ever found and da-da-da-da-da. But, yeah, he could have shot. So his body was never found? Never. Mm. So. Interesting. But, yeah, shark, a shark, could, he could have died and then a shark could have grabbed him and yeah. pulled him further out. and Yeah, chomped on him. Yeah. None of his body was found. Yeah. That, that's weird. That's added fuel to the fire. But that yeah. happens. There are people who drown and who whose bodies are not recovered. Tom and Eileen Lonergan. Yeah. Yeah, exactly. It happens. Yeah. There's lots of animals in the ocean that will... Especially in Australian oceans. Yeah. But, yeah, I think he probably just drowned. Yeah. Probably just, a like, a sad story. He just drowned. But because he's the Prime Minister and there's all this other stuff... Yeah, interesting. It's, it's you know, mm. gotten a life of its own. What do you think, people? Yeah. I mean, I think he drowned. <laughs> I think, he, I think he drowned, yeah. but I do like starting a new life thing. I love that idea and yeah. I wish that that was what happened. Yeah. It would be so great because he, I think he would be dead by now. When he was born, 1908, did I say? Yeah, he was born in 1908. Okay, so he'd, he'd be long dead. He'd but... be dead. But, it w- yeah, because when he went missing, I think he was 60 yeah. or 50. Yeah. So he would be like fifty something. Yeah. So yeah, he'd be he'd be long dead now, but he would have had a good like you know forty years on the on the lamb. Yeah, and with his <laughs> French lover presumably, and like living in like some French chateau, and like I just imagine like one day he, like he gets close to someone, they become friends, and he's like, I used to be the prime minister of Australia, Did you and know? like, and he's he's speaking, uh, he's like saying things, he he knows French, but then one day he says something in French with an Australian accent, or he like kicks his foot, and he's like, ah fuck, yeah, and like, <laughs> huh, why why you say this? <laughs> I wish I knew more French so I could like yeah do the bit, but I can't. No, that's Spanish. No, come si come sa, yeah. I've won, I've won the French award in year seven. And look at you now. Look at me now. <laughs> Should have studied that with Duolingo. <laughs> it would have been too easy. <laughs> um, okay, is that the end of your story? Yeah, that's me. Okay, cool. Um, let us know what you think, people. What happened to Harold Holt? Yeah. Oh, and um, if people didn't know, we also have an expression here in Australia now called like doing a Harold Holt or... Yes, when you go missing. Yeah, it's when you go missing. And they also <laughs> named a surf club after him. Yeah, just to add insult to injury. Yeah, yeah. Um, it, it is a bit of a joke now. Yeah, which is sad because it's, you know, somebody somebody drowned, but... Um, or did he? Yes. <laughs> um, thanks for listening, everyone. Yeah, thank you. Or, Tune in next week for... What are you doing? Uh, are you going to tell me? No. Yeah. That's rude. Tune in next week. Bye. <laughs> you want to say goodbye?